my goal, my entire dream with this podcast is to potentially be um, sponsored by a whiskey brand. Honestly, it could be any whiskey brand. Even, even Proper 12. If we could get Proper 12, that would be ideal. But I w- Exactly. We might have to start out with some fucking plastic bottle shit. Go from there. Uh, I don't know about that. No. Is there any particular brand you would absolutely never want to work with? You'd rather die than work with them? Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels? Fucking sucks. Did you hear that, Jack Daniels? <laughs> yeah, Jack Daniels is like that classic. Everyone knows it. Everyone's had it because it's all they know. They've like seen in movies or something like that. And then when you try it, it tastes like fucking motor oil. Like the worst shit I've ever had. And I will still drink it because I'm I'm disgusting. And I might be on a plane every once in a while. But if it's all they got, it's all they got. I just know when we're rolling, David. I don't know. You've been rolling. Oh. We're in it. <laughs> We've already started? Yeah. I like that. I think that's how we should just do every episode. Just roll yeah. right into it and fucking get going. So Don't, don't even tell the people on the podcast when we start rolling. Because yeah. that's how authentic we are. That's how Joe Rogan does it. We're going to follow his lead. Yeah. Big fans. But <laughs> while I know we're rolling, we're going to actually introduce the podcast. This is the real deal. As you can see, we're legit as fuck. We got mics. We got a neon we have a name, Happy Power. I think we got to give Jeff his credit. Jeff thought of the name, right? Yes, sir. Jeff thought of the name. So shout out to him. You'll see him on future episodes, obviously. Happy Power. If you don't understand it, you'll figure it out. It, it, I didn't understand it at first either, guys. It's okay. It's all good. It's because of my dyslexia. It's all good. He has dyslexia. But I also want to start the episode off with a thank you. My one client today just happened to gift me this bullet bourbon with... Custom Power Build Lifting Club glasses. Probably my favorite gift I've ever received. So, not that we're going to, you know, get tuned up or anything right now. I think Julius still has to train, and we need to keep him on track. That is true. But we have to at least set it, set it off. J- j- just letting you guys know, I took a vow a few days ago to not have even a sip of alcohol until nationals. But just for this very special occasion, I will be breaking that today. It's a light pour. It's a light pour. Shout out to Josh, my client. You the man. Appreciate you very much. This is episode one. Got to set it off right. Cheers. Cheers. That's smooth, right? Very smooth. (laughs) Honestly, Bullet is incredible. Shout out to them. One of my top five. But, all right, we're rolling. Podcast time. I figured we'll give you guys a – I don't know if, who's been who's been paying attention, who might come across this whenever they do, but I figure I'll give you guys a little bio just on, like, the Power Build brand and, uh, like, how I got this whole show started, really. So we're not going to go full biography. We'll save that for the Netflix documentary coming out in 2025. <laughs> but basically – did some lifting myself, ended up coaching some people. And we're just going to zoom right into starting Power Build Gym 2019. When did you come along? Um, late 2019, actually, around the pandemic. So you were like one of the first members, right? Yeah. I came. I think I became a member um, November, late November, early December. 
2019. Yeah, I know you were early on. I couldn't remember. But he's one of the OGs. And obviously, if you don't know, this is Julius. He's the manager over at Powerboat Conchi. The original employee? No, actually, you're not. Damn. Nick Peterson was. Oh, fuck. Nick Peterson was. Yeah, Shout Nick out Peterson. Nick Peterson. Nick Peterson. I think he moved to, like, Alaska or something like that. No. No? I don't think. Hey, bro, everything wrong. <laughs> I think he moved. I think he was in Cali for a little while, then North Carolina, where he's from. Oh, no, he is in North Carolina, yeah. actually. Yeah. Shout out to Nick. What up, bro? But um, he was our first employee. And then Julius came, came along, like, yeah, pandemic-ish. Yeah. Once, especially once. So, basically, where, where Power Bill started to explode was after the pandemic. Actually, it was, like, during the pandemic. There, you know, there was a moment in time where it was like, you know what? We got to either open this mother up or shit ain't going to be here anymore. So it was a pretty easy decision. We opened up early. I think we were like one of the first gyms to open up. Um, I don't know. I was on like a group page with like all these other gym owners. They were talking about this date, that date. I, I just like, I don't know. I wasn't going to like try and get with the group. You could tell everyone was pretty indecisive. I just went on Instagram, announced that we were opening. I think it was May or no. Yeah, I think it was May 18th. The official, like, reopening. Yeah, reopening. I literally went on Instagram, made a video. I was like, yo, tired of this. We're reopening. Didn't really care. At that time, it was kind of hard to say what was going to happen. Um, some other small businesses were having issues. If they tried to reopen or if they were trying to stay open, they were getting in trouble. But it was literally just like a now or never type thing. So we reopened. And for some reason, funny enough, during the entire – pandemic lockdown or not the lockdown but like we did close down for like a month and a half during that time it was like myself and maybe a few friends still going to the gym we literally had the cops come like four times and like give a shit once i reopened on that monday didn't see a cop ever again it's the weirdest thing in the world shout out to the conch cops thank you for not fucking kicking our door down they are all members honestly that's true but yeah, it was kind of weird. It seemed like some businesses had issues, some didn't. Anyway, that kind of like skyrocketed us because like all these news channels came around. I got interviewed by like fucking ABC Philly, NBC Philly. Uh, the Philly Inquirer like wrote up an article. I don't even know if they were like good or bad, but it still got our name out there. And it made a ton of people realize that we were a real gym. Literally multiplied our memberships by like what, like two and a half immediately? Oh yeah, it was like, a, a we like tripled possibly. I think it was like, Eh, maybe not quite triple, but like, yeah, two and a half. So, gym like kind of was like overcrowded almost. So, yeah. we had to like do time slots, this and that. Which no one really listened to. You know what I mean? I so mean, yeah, it was okay. I thought, I thought we did a good job. Those of you who don't know, Powerbill Gym and Conchi literally is 4,000 square feet. So, yeah, tiny. Small. You know what I mean? Like, it was cool. Like, when we started, like, 100 members, like, people were having, you know, Maybe you'd be in there with, like, 10 other people tops. Then once we reopened and we exploded by two, three times, we'd have, like, 30 people in a yeah, gym that wild. couldn't support 30 people. So it's like people would come in and then say, fuck it, I'll just come back later. It would be that bad. It was crazy. But good. Good. Not bad. Good. It was, no, it was cool. It was obviously, like, you know, got the name out there. The gym grew. But it essentially, like, forced us to expand – and then that's kind of how King of Prussia came along. And obviously, again, we're, like, zooming through this. It wasn't, like, exactly a super quick process. Like, yeah. I looked at fucking 30 locations, 30 potential locations. We didn't know if we were going to move Conchi into a bigger space and just have the one gym. I wasn't sure if we should do the second gym and keep both. 
But obviously, as you guys might even know, we obviously keep Conchi rolling, thriving, and then we just opened the one in King of Prussia. And, uh, you know, KOP's now allowed us to have some extra space. We could do some fun things like this podcast. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of like speeding through it, like a little quick bio. Two, year, two years now. Yep. But, yeah, so we wanted to start this little podcast. Obviously, talk about some lifting things. But we also want to, like, maintain some type of entertainment value. Like, I don't know. I was just thinking to myself when we were talking about starting a podcast, I'm like, man, if we just talk about fucking powerlifting for 45 minutes to an hour, like, I'm going to be bored out of my mind. Like, I'm going to fall asleep. So we want to kind of have some different, you know, the podcast will obviously consist of, like, lifting, and we'll talk about the gym and this and that. But I also want to bring on some people. We have, we have some members who have some crazy backgrounds, crazy things that they're interested in. We'll get into crypto, NFTs, content creators. We're going to get Sue Trent on the channel soon. And then, uh, yeah, just do some different things. Keep it interesting. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Julius? Like, um, In terms of just this What whole, do you think we should do on here? I think we should talk about everything. I mean, aliens. Julius yeah. loves aliens. I, I do. Um, me and CT actually had a recent conversation about how the py pyramids were built. Pyramids are crazy. We both have some pretty um, unique opinions, but very opposing opinions. Do you want to you want to get into that? I mean, I don't know if we should bust that out. Episode one. Episode one. You don't want to talk about that. We All need right. somebody in here with some more knowledge. Yeah. We need somebody who's experienced something paranormal, or I've experienced something paranormal. Like what? I swear to God, just two times. First time, I was at my grandparents' house in Jersey. Maybe like eight or nine. Um, the bathroom is down the hallway. Bedroom is right here, and the stairs are right here. Walking down the hallway, past the bedroom. I looked in the bedroom, looked straight. I swear to God, I swear on everything, there was a ghost. And it was like your typical ghost, too. It was like, like bed sheet? A fucking bed sheet with like blood coming out everywhere. I ran screaming, crying, hopped on the bed, hopped, um, put the blankets over me. They came down, couldn't find anything, apparently. I don't know, but. How old were you? It's like eight or nine. Sounds like a nightmare. I'm just, I'm just saying, I, no, 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 I looked around the house, I could not find a white bed sheet with blood on it. I looked everywhere. We even had this creepy ass basement and it was not in there either. Eight or nine though? Eight or nine, I don't know. I don't know. What, what was the other one though? The other one yeah. was, I was like, I think like 12 or 13, and I didn't see anything, but I promise you I heard some things. I was sleeping in bed, my mom and my stepdad were gone, so they weren't at the house, I was by myself, and sleep, I was laying in bed, I didn't fall asleep yet, but I was trying to go to sleep, not even kidding, I heard like a little girl whimpering in the bathroom. I moved out of that house the first chance I got. My, my, um, my aunt lived, I think, like four or five blocks away. So I swear to God, I start staying there until we moved out of that house. I did not feel comfortable. Damn, so you just left your parents and dipped? Well, I would still yeah, go see them during the daytime, but at nighttime, I mean, it's a no-go. I don't know. Like, I've never, in, in all my years, 31 years, I've never had any ghost experiences. I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you have, but you didn't really recognize it as a ghost experience. Maybe I'm just not a believer, I guess. That's yeah. what I hear. So it's hard for your bo your mind to really recognize. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But I feel like maybe maybe we could maybe we could get into some more 
more paranormal activity. I'm always down for that. It's always interesting. Yeah. Aliens are always fun. But uh, no, I think we could also talk a little bit about what we got going on here at the gym. Just again, first episode, we can't get too deep. We can't go full aliens. Um, so, you know, we'll definitely have to keep a little bit more. Um, we're going to keep everyone up to date now because, like, you know, we got some heavy hitters now rolling through the gym. We got a lot of big meets coming up, a lot of people competing in the next couple months. You got, like, the whole the whole gym team is going to be going down to uh, Atlanta, USPA Tested Nationals, which we're also sponsoring, which is kind of cool. So we're going to, you know, set up booths down there. We're going to have the whole team. We just finally got the Airbnb squared away, which that was a fucking hassle. Yeah. House is amazing, though. Yeah. So we had to get Julius' own room. Said he likes to sleep naked. I I do like to sleep butt naked. Um, It's not really a secret. Everyone who knows me knows that. Especially not now. Now Now everyone knows. But, yeah, last Nationals, house was amazing. Don't get me wrong. We did have to share a room with, like, five other dudes. Not in the same bed. Um, Some of – I think think Jeff and – BK slept in the same bed. If, if that's Probably, right, Probably, that makes I, sense. I yeah. think so. Caught them cuddling a few times. It was a it was Easter a twin. Or, so yeah, exactly. And they're both so. two two. Well, one's a two forty two, one's a two twenty. So yeah. they had to be they had to be, up. Yeah, everything touching everything. Snugged. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I kind of wanted my room. I didn't want to have to go through that situation again. Atlanta's gonna be crazy. I think we got like literally thirty lifters. Yeah, we're literally gonna enter two teams. We're gonna have like. A power build gym, and we're gonna have like a power build lifting club team. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be disappointed if we don't win first and second. I'm just saying it right now. I guarantee that we win first and second right now. I'm guarant- I'm guaranteeing it on a publication of the gym. Yeah. So this is set now in stone. that now, now we have to. That's, yeah. Puts a little pressure on us. I like that though. I, I like I, that. I'll, I'll streak through Acme if this doesn't happen. Which Acme? Any Acme. Damn. Any Acme. All the Acmes, as a matter of fact. It doesn't matter. You just go through city to city or in Atlanta? Um, in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. There's I don't a lot know. of Acmes down there, I think. Yeah. I'm 100% confident, though, so it's not going to happen. But yeah. just in case, it's a guarantee, I promise. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. We also have uh, we got a meet coming up here March 19th. If you guys aren't signed up for that or if you haven't seen a meet, Definitely a good opportunity if you're in the area. Come check it out. Um, this is a tested USPA meet. Every, every like, two, three months we have a meet. We go tested, untested. They're all USPA. Um, so it's always a good opportunity. What else we got going on? I'm just trying to give everyone a little brief overview. Um, April, we're going to be at Powerlifting America Nationals. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that USAPL or? No, it's Oh, that, that's his new Fed now. I that's the new Fed. That. I haven't even hmm. seen a meet from them yet. It like feels like it's like not even a real thing, but um, that's going to be yeah, their nationals in April already. I don't even know if they've done like a real meet yet. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't really know any meets in that Fed yet. Are they doing the like everything's a power bill on um, power bar thing? I think they are because they're affiliated with the IPF now. So okay. everything's got to be stiff bar. Um, the weight classes will be what the U.S. APL weight classes were previously. So like 231. Yeah, you got yeah. kind of the weird weight classes. Yeah. But I have some people doing that as well. Heather Connor. I think Big John. I think Big John's doing that. Um, who else do we have doing Powerlifting America? 
I have a few masters competitors doing Powerlift America. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because it's like, obviously, there's a lot of people that stayed with the USAPL. But then there's a lot of people that want to go the IPF route. That is true. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I'm like still trying to figure out the whole Powerlifting America thing. I haven't like seen much from them. Like their Instagram's like, I don't know, coming around, but. I don't know. We'll see. What else we got? Then we got May Nationals. Obviously, what we just talked about in Atlanta, where Julius will be streaking through Acme's. If we lose, if we lose, potentially. Yeah. And I then, don't think it's gonna happen, but yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. Can't let that happen, dude. Nobody wants to see that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, shit, June. Then we have USAPL Nationals. We're going to Vegas, David. No, that's actually in July, potentially. Potentially in July, we'll be at untested USPA Nationals in Vegas again. We might be in Vegas back-to-back. We're basically like Conor McGregor. It's our city now. <laughs> um, just trying to get that proper 12 deal, man. I know, right? Big fans of Conor, by the way. Yeah, I know. Just saying. Big fan. If you guys are Conor haters, come on now. You know he's entertaining. Get over yourself. The sport AKA. is better with a minute. We don't have to, we don't have to go any further than that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's all. Event-wise, I can't really think of anything else, but we have a big year. We got a lot of events planned. We're looking at being at more events now, like any meet that essentially like Bobby runs, plan on having a booth there. Maybe you'll see Julius there holding it down. Liam will probably also be there. Yeah. Working on getting a team bus. I'm excited about that. We're just going to roll around like, like, a giant, fucking, like a giant escalator or something like that. It's going to probably just be like a shuttle bus, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. They're spacious. I've done a lot of things on shuttle buses. Like what? Can't discuss that on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, we're, we're like, trying to make this thing legit. Um, like, we actually treat powerlifting like it's a real sport. Yeah, exactly. Some people don't. I feel like it's not. You don't think so? I feel like it's, like, I, I, I feel I, like it's still, like, hobby until, like, we get more money involved. Yeah. But How do we I, get more money involved? I mean, I'm trying to throw around a little bit of money with our I, th- I think this, this is what's getting more money involved. I mean, I'm hoping. You know what I mean? Just like spreading the word. Yeah. PowerBuild has a lot of followers that aren't strictly powerlifters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like bodybuilding is recognized as a real sport. You don't think so? Everyone yeah, knows Ronnie I think Coleman. It's, I, well, yeah, I think it's definitely more mainstream. I feel like powerlifting is on the come up. Powerlifting has the potential to be there. I just feel like you need to do – like the, the content needs to continue to get better, which it has been. And I think the federations – like obviously the people in charge of these federations yeah. who are running these meets, that's where you make the biggest improvements. Like having nationals like with a high-quality live stream, like having like bigger and better sponsors, having – I don't know, more of like a, a showcase – like, that's what we're trying to do with our meets, right, David? Like, we're trying to, like, set up, like, that the live true. stream. If you even looked at our live stream from the last one on another level compared yeah. to some of these other meets. All if of you, these other meets, let's yeah, be well, honest. Well, I mean, like, Garrett, shout out to Garrett Fear. He's been doing yeah. an awesome job with all of his shit. He's been the one that's, like, kind of helping hybrid. He just did, what, the Ghost Clash? He, is, he is very interactive with all that. He does a really good job at kind of, like, showcasing the meet and keeping it entertaining. He's got, like, commentators that are actually knowledgeable. Given, like, you know, if you're if you're unfamiliar with the sport, you want somebody to be able to kind of explain why we're even up there wearing this fucking one-piece. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Lifting weight and why it's, like, I don't know. That's the problem is there's such a disconnect between, like, I think people who actually do it and then spectators and people who might be interested. Yeah. That's what we need to do a better job at. Entertainment value. And that's another thing. What he's doing something with like uh, 
I just seen he posted something. I didn't get to look into it too much, but it's like a Velocity series or something. You see that? Huh. No, I haven't seen that. I think essentially he's like trying to set up something where it's like faster meets, higher higher competition. It'll be like I'll better take, competition. Get a little bit more. Oh, of this? you want more? Yeah, it's my last day. I got La- last day until nationals drinking. So yeah, he's so much for that. See. <laughs> CT makes me an alcoholic. Made a vow to himself. Broke it three days later. <laughs> Two days later. Yeah. But this is good. Bullet. This does taste good. Yeah. I, I, in, in actuality, though, I don't think any alcohol actually tastes good. I think like people like this kind of force themselves to like alcohol. No. Your taste buds haven't developed. Maybe. Once, maybe. Once you um, hit like that next stage of your life, like I think you went through puberty, but like once you hit the next bit. stage, then you'll be able to appreciate like the quality liquid, like bullet. Yeah. I'm, the plastic bottle. This doesn't shit. taste bad. Yeah, because like, it's quality. Like, definitely something that I want just like sip on. I might have to do pull like a Michael Scott, pour some Splenda and sugar in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> then I might enjoy it. But just drinking this raw, like I can't. I, I, I mean, I, I could do like but a the shot only or something like is, that. Like, but eat, yeah, like if you do the shot, that's fine. But you don't really get to enjoy the flavor. If you do it on rocks, it's like gonna dilute it immediately. Yeah. You know, you don't. You lose again the flavor. I only drink shit neat because once you actually drink it, you can actually appreciate the different flavors. The def, you know, that I don't know. It it's one of those things. Like I used to think the same thing. I was like, these motherfuckers drinking this straight, they're bullshitting you. <laughs> but then again, like even when you have your first beer, you're like, you're like, who's drinking this and enjoying it? I, I have been enjoying Corona and that that Land Shark shit. Land Shark? I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I kind of like more than Corona. Don't say that. I, I mean, Land Shark is I, a poor man's Corona. I'm a poor man, so Land Shark fills my Nothing, needs. I hate when people like compare the two. I mean, they're obviously in the same category. They're like an island style lager, but yeah, Corona's they definitely Corona. do taste similar, though. Similar, but I don't know. I like Corona again. I feel like it has a little bit more full flavor, yeah. whereas like Land Shark, if it, it literally tastes me watered down. Yeah, but anyway, it's the same <laughs> thing. You know, you have to get acclimated to beer. You got to get acclimated to a good, a good uh, bourbon. I usually only mess with bourbon. I don't know, but actually, Irish whiskey, big fan. Dif- different, different categories. I would say. Next week we'll get something new on. If you guys have any recommendations, we're always interested because I'm always trying to try let's get something some, new. Let's, let's get some Fireball in here. Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> Do some shots of Fireball. Fireball. That's <laughs> the thing. Is like you don't sip on Fireball though. My mom used to love that shit. Just like, it's like candy. You just like yeah. just throw it down. She would throw down like fucking. I'm not even kidding. You see the mini ones. Like 20 to 25, not at night, but at every event, she Good would just have a Lord, fucking purse dude. full of fireball. I'm not going to lie, I like fireball, though. No, I mean, fireball is good. Like, you can't knock fireball. Like, you're not going to not drink it. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely not something you're going to sip on. Definitely does hit you in a little bit of a more funny way as well. I feel like a different type of drunk when I'm on fireball. Never never got drunk on fireball. Really? No. You've never had enough of fireball. I've only ever had like a shot, maybe two. Yeah. If I'm ever drinking and I'm going hard. Whiskey. I try and go like straight, you know, beer or straight whiskey. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know, shots too? Because I only fuck with fireball if I'm doing shots. No. You'd have to do a lot of shots of fireball and I feel like that's, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's not going to feel good. Doesn't settle well. No. Do you ever have an angry, uh, what is it? Orchard? No, I think it's called Angry Balls. No. That sounds. Angry Orchard and Fireball mixed. Really? Yeah. 
Apparently, it's pretty good. That actually doesn't sound bad. Angry Balls, I think it's called. Yeah. Like the name itself sounds terrible. Suspect. But when you ex- like when you explain what it is, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting stuff, but I'm a, I'm pretty basic. Yeah. I've been told I'm very basic. Stick to like one thing. I'm, I'm more like, I'm more of like a Hennessy and Coke type of guy. I'm not gonna lie though, I've been in favor of like Crown, Vanilla Crown specifically. Yeah, Crown shits all over yeah. Henny. I think Henny's like overrated. I could sip on that. That's I'm not even kidding. The only alcohol that I could just sip on, like Vanilla oh, Crown. I thought you'd be a Hennessy and Fairlight guy. No, I'm. Yeah, oh. that's you always keep a with the milk. That's terrible. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Um, then yeah, I do always keep the fair. Oh yeah, you you always have that on deck. How many of those do you drink a day? Um, so if I'm eating a lot, at least one, but most of the time I drink two a day, just so I can get. It's I think it's like eight twenty calories or something like that for the whole container. Two of those, sixteen forty. You can't beat that. Um, I don't drink any of the like mini protein fair lifes. They are very delicious for protein shakes, but. This is just a much better supplement, I, in my opinion, because it has like much more carbs and much more fat in it. Did they pay you to say that? Probably. I, I it sounded fu- like a fucking ad. I fucking wish. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I feel like we can. Uh, I think they got a little. I think they know what we're gonna do on here, right? Yeah. Like, they get the point. Um, so I put up a little Q and A post on Instagram earlier, and honestly. Screenshot the questions because we got a lot of good ones. Um, all right, I'm just gonna go over like maybe like five of these, and maybe we get Julius's uh, Julius's input as well. And uh, I don't know, you might be able to answer some of these. I just wanted to get you involved. First one, I'll just start with this because I think it kind of goes with the episode. We got what made you want to start your own gym. And uh, funny enough, hang on, I'm just screenshotting this for David, but funny enough, like, honestly, I, I, when I was younger, I think just, like, every person that's in the, like, training at all, like, you're like, yeah, I'm going to start my own gym. I, like, I feel like everyone says it. But then I actually managed a gym in Reading for a year and a half. And honestly, during that time, I was like, I'll never open my own fucking gym. There's, like, so many things, kind of, like, headaches, behind the scenes, expenses that you don't really think about when you're thinking uh i'm gonna open my own gym like even if you go on google because i did this if you type in how much it costs to open your own gym what do you think what do you think they say um like one hundred forty thousand. no if you google it right now and you guys can literally do it right now if you're listening it'll say between 10 and 50 grand really yeah so you got to think like my dumb ass, I'm like typing this shit into Google and I'm like 10 to 50 grand. I'm like starting to like think about things. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, that make that could, that can make sense. Right. Even Conchi. Yeah. Dude. Times that by fucking 10. Really? Yeah. Like the 50 part. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. 10 to 50 kind of sounds like. Like people don't realize when you like want to start your own gym it's not just like finding the space which people think is just like i'm gonna go find a space for a gym like it's an easy thing yeah takes months months and months and months and months because obviously you want to pick like the right location you want to you have to find something maybe you can afford like when i opened conchi like i wasn't in position to just get like a fucking twenty thousand square foot facility and like sling cash like i'm literally doing this shit all on my own and uh yeah, so I found a little 4,000-square-foot place, finally. It took literally months and months. And then you don't even realize, like, 
I always tell people this because I think it's like crazy. You don't think about it. But like the lighting in Conchi alone was like 10 grand. Seriously. 10 grand for fucking how, the lights. How much every month? Now, that's like to, and that was like getting the new LEDs, installation, okay. all of that. Now, like electric and all that shit, that's like another thing. But, you know, and then the paint. I always tell everyone about the paint. I always use KOP because it was like more recent. But KOP's paint, dude, we're like literally on the, we're like above 40 grand right now. In paint. Are you fucking serious? 40, yeah. Jeez. 40. Just for some shit on the wall. That paint. We're not even talking about anything that people care about. Yeah. Paint. Paint that y'all scratch up. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, don't, I mean. <laughs> Stop putting your fucking feet on the wall, guys. I mean, come on, guys. Like, Jeez. And then, and then what's crazy is like, and then people kind of wonder when like you have to like correct them. They wonder like why you're being like a dick. They'll like think you're being a dick. It's like, guys, you don't realize I've, I mean, the amount of money that I put into this place, like. It's just, I don't know, the amount of money you put in anything, whether it's a gym or anything else, like, I don't know, it's just crazy, right? But anyway, what made me want to start my own gym? I didn't even answer the question. <laughs> what made me want to start my own gym was after running a gym for a little while, I realized that, like, it wasn't working out between me and the ownership. So we parted ways. And honestly it was like the gym in my opinion like when i started power bill was more so to like supplement my coaching like i had like a good thing going or i have like a good thing going with the coaching work with a lot of clients and um it was more so just like i'd rather have a place to train them and a facility to kind of give them because a lot of my clients were kind of based in like the philly area um just for me like competing down this way a lot coaching at a lot of meets down this way so i figured if i'd open a gym in this area you know, I could draw in some, some members also have a place like for my clients to train at. And that's kind of where it all started. Um, to be honest, I didn't even know if it would grow in anything further it was just kind of like the next step for me at the time. And, you know, now we have a couple gyms and who knows where it goes from here, but I don't know. Um, with that though, this is always a fun question too. Cause everyone's always asked me like KOP's not even done yet. First of all, everyone's asked me about a third gym. KOP's not even done yet, but where would you want the third one to be? Third one has to be out of state though. Cause you already got... know what I'm going to say. <laughs> San Diego, baby. San Diego. San Diego. The, let's just say the nicest people that you'll ever meet. Yeah, In that my is opinion. true. San Diego was legit. We were only there for a little bit, but like literally like five hours. It it's almost like they live in a different world. Exactly. Like they, they it's like were, a utopia. It's crazy. Yeah, they were actually some of the nicest people I had ever met. There was a lot going on. Yeah. And this was even like back what July. Yep. We were out there for that July. Was for nationals. Yeah, we flew out of San Diego, so we ended up going there for the day. We like had a couple, like we ate at a few places. Um, but yeah, the people there were awesome. Dude, like even the airport. Like the people at the airport, airport like you, you've been like anyone out here who's been to a, the Philadelphia airport, people are so fucking shitty. They're pissed, dude. Like I, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but they're just so shitty. In San Diego, it's like a spread out shopping mall. Everyone is just delightful. I, like, I don't know. Like everyone, Having a good time almost. Exactly. Like it's like everyone's fucking drunk or high or something like that. People don't even bump into you. Like people will genuinely watch their step it's awesome yeah i was impressed with san diego i'm not gonna lie yeah. if we were ever going west coast yeah that's got to be the top spot it has to be has to be and there's just so much volume there too 
Like, you know how many people would be members there? I feel like there's a lot of people, good, just, like, good people, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. Everyone we interacted with there was cool as fuck. Shout yeah. out to San Diego, man. Seriously. Um, also, to kind of, like, um, go off of what you said earlier about the price of the gym, you also have to remember that, like, you're putting a lot more in than, like, most new gym owners would do you know what i mean like not everyone's yeah. like kind of getting the machinery that you're getting not everyone's getting the fucking like the art that you're getting you know yeah just you have to realize like power build in general conchie and kop just doing much more for the gym community than any other gym on the east coast in my opinion in the u.s but that's true that's know. true i'm not gonna lie i think since i've opened power build gym I don't think I've ever like actually taken. I I actually know for a fact I've never actually taken money out and like put it into my account. Like I've never paid myself through the gym. Really? Yeah. Every wow. little every every dollar that's ever been made with the gym has went back into the gym. See, you 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 won't get a gym owner like this unless you're here. I'm not I'm not even trying to like boast or anything like that. Like it's just a fact. Like I don't know. In my opinion, it's like that's kind of how it should be. You know what I mean? Like obviously some people if like the gym is your only source of like income, you gotta like. You got to pay yourself. That would be stupid if you wouldn't. But um, no, yeah, as long as I'm able to, I just kind of keep throwing money back in, keep trying to improve the product and the value that the members get. And I feel like I feel like it all comes back around anyway. So exactly. But yeah, so that's kind of how we got into this whole gym game. Um, let's see. Perp asked, what's this episode about? What's this? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just... Episode one, pilot episode, pilot intro, kicking things off. We honestly just want to get things rolling. We're like Ronaldo out here. Yeah, we, um, I'm not going to lie, we kind of shit the bed last week. Russ was here, Jamal was here. We had a bunch of cool people, a bunch of people that are very well known. Yeah. Um, but we'll get them back on. We literally kind of like rushed to get this whole podcast thing set up in the last week or so. It's actually not even done yet. You're actually going to see like our little set evolve over the next, uh, coming weeks but you know we're doing what we can we want to get things rolling um so then we got another quick question here i figure answer this really quick from jacked memes apparently jack memes like kind of a big deal you guys know who jack memes is yeah. you do sue yeah. is this the train here no i think he's from like oh really? i don't even think he's from like I think he's from UK or something. Is like his that. name Jack or is his, that like no, a his reference to being Jack? I'm actually not sure. I think his name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, also, it's, it's Jack3D underscore memes. Shout out to you, dude. Uh, he asked, what pieces from Go Strong you got coming? Did he spell coming in a funny way? No, no. no. <laughs> he, he, uh, he kept it pretty professional. Gotcha. But uh, so, yeah, we have a couple things coming from Ghost. Hopefully it's coming tomorrow. Um Ghost, shout out to them. They're one of our meat sponsors. Um, we have a bunch of their combo racks, co uh, competition plates. Tomorrow we have two more combo racks coming in, one for Conchi, one for KOP. We also have some uh, competition Olympic plates coming in for our Oli members. Shout out to them. Power build isn't just powerlifting. I know obviously we have a lot of uh, powerlifters here, yeah. and you see a lot of powerlifting going on, but like – the bodybuilders, we're always trying to show you love. Oli lifters, always trying to show you love. Strong man, we got you. Is that how you pronounce that? Is it Oli or Ollie? I've never known. Not going to lie. I just kind of say it. I've always said Ollie. Ollie lifters? Maybe yeah. it is. I don't know. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, please do. Either way, we got uh, yeah, a couple combo racks and more plates. There's going to be um, – we're getting another full set of uh, 
comp plates, powerlifting comp plates as well. They're just apparently not coming in until summer. So we got to probably wait on those. Did, did, did you say anything about the hack squat? Oh, Come, yeah. Coming to Conchie? Well, yeah. Conchie, you guys are probably wondering. We got a little space over there finally. Working on a hack squat. Trying to find something maybe local that I could pick up from another gym. Yeah. But uh, Or some type of variation of a squat. Yeah, we're going to get something like that. Not a Smith machine, though. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I think the hack squat, based on what we've been getting feedback on, power squat, I don't know. It's yeah. in a, We're going to get it figured out. Conchie's getting upgraded always. Don't worry, we never forget about you guys. Exactly. You thought and we then, would, but we won't. Yeah, definitely not. Oh, here's a good one. I like this. This is a really good question, actually, I feel like. How long should you wait until getting a coach? That's a good one. That is a good question. I mean, I'll, I'll kick it off. I mean, I feel like, honestly, there's no, like, perfect time. To be honest, if you really want to take powerlifting serious, if you really want to take anything serious, getting a coach to kind of speed up the learning curve, yeah. I was you, like, right I was, away. Yeah, I was going to say the sooner the better, honestly. Yeah. Um, you could obviously make gains by yourself kind of programming yourself or just honestly coming into the gym just like bullshitting you'll still get stronger but I feel like just the faster you get a coach the faster that you'll get on like a real good um just cycle of progress you know you won't really kind of perfect your technique or your style of training until you have someone kind of overwatching you not exactly telling you what to do but guiding you yeah it just eliminates uh eliminates like the very common mistakes that are made by essentially all of us, like myself included. Funny enough, like I've never had a coach, but <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done like an absurd amount of, you know, research on like YouTube, looking at other people um, who are coaches. Like, you know, you got like, I always, I always like to like shout out Chad Wesley Smith. His YouTube channel is incredible. Um, who are some of the other guys? Shit, I'm kind of blanking right now, but there's more. Like YouTube is obviously like a you have unlimited content and knowledge on there. So obviously you want to make sure you're like focusing on the right people because there's a lot of goofballs out there as well. That's true. But that's kind of how I got started and a, a lot of trial and error. Um, but again, like if I really look back, if I could give myself advice, I might honestly tell myself like, "Yo, maybe just get a coach, speed up the learning curve. Who knows? Probably could have seen better results sooner." But it is what it is. I mean. Um, yeah, no perfect time. If you really want to take the sport serious and you want to maximize progress and minimize setbacks, I would get a coach as soon as possible. You care if I pop off a little bit more of this? This this lick? Yeah, go ahead. Appreciate it. Julius is gonna be fucking drunk. I know. He said he was in a train tonight. This is why I don't drink because I have a fucking problem. Jeez, bro. I can't stop. Settle down. You look like Matthew Stafford out here. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. I like this. This kind of goes along with a little bit of what we were saying earlier, like with the growth of the sport and stuff like that. And it was, you know, what's something that all powerlifting feds aren't doing but should be doing? This is a really good question because I feel like it's kind of what I said earlier, but it's essentially like maximizing, maximizing your reach and getting the sport to be more mainstream or as mainstream as possible. And how you do that is like production value, um, you know, having like the live streams with commentators that know what's going on in the sport, stuff like that. C 
content in general, right? Like you need content. There's a reason some of the main, like there's a reason you have ESPN for all the mainstream sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't think obviously powerlifting, powerlifting is going to get on ESPN anytime soon. Yeah. Cause it's like, when you really think about it, um, I obviously love powerlifting. Um, but it's almost like making a highlight reel of powerlifting is going to be what, just them doing the lifts. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not going to be like, I mean, obviously, once in a while, you'll have something that's fucking, like, outrageous and crazy, but there's not going to be, like, a weekly highlight reel of, like, p- local powerlifting meets, you know? Yeah. That would be the only really hard part, in my um, in my opinion, just kind of increasing the ex- excitement of the sport. Maybe we should start a fucking ESPN for powerlifting. We should, honestly. Like I've honestly had this. We have this talk before, David? Yes, that's, that's part of the five-year goal of Powerbill uh, Media. Powerbill Media, Power we're working media. on that. ESPN? Essentially, it would be like a what? Maybe like a a weekly recap of like big meets that went on. That, how certain lifters idea. did. We could, Maybe we could do that now. We honestly. could do that now. Getting interviews with lifters. Like, what do we just have? Right, the Ghost Clash. That was the big meet. I think so. Um, you had like uh, like there was a lot of big name lifters there, right? Um, it would be sick, right? Have a little recap. Who won? what their numbers were. Maybe you could get them in on, like, a little Skype interview and, like, interview them, how their prep went. I don't know. Like, I feel like, to be honest, I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but sometimes seeing just the result on meet day is, like, the least exciting part. Yeah. I almost feel like like what what would interest me more is actually hearing about, like, the prep what what went wrong what went right on meet day the explanation yeah on meet day like some of the behind the scenes right like maybe the maybe the warm-up was ass or like maybe you got to the meet late debo or maybe (laughs) you know whatever it may be i feel like those are some of the things that like could give that entertainment value yeah exactly because otherwise you're just you're watching squat bench and deadlift exactly i mean yeah it's it's cool you're gonna see some crazy lifts but that's where we you, you miss out. You know what it is? Yeah. The character development. They need to do better with the character development. I do like that idea. You need I to know why solved, you're in the place that you're in. I solved the problem of powerlifting. Yeah. Code. And I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people also are afraid to invest in the sport or the media of the sport solely because there's no immediate return. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you're not really going to get anything out of it right away this is like a long process um but i feel like that's with any sport you know what i mean the the people who kind of like really start broadcasting like baseball or football or basketball at first it wasn't like ridiculous funds coming in you know what i mean but it takes time to grow that no yeah i think that's definitely like an investment it's like an investment type of content but um i don't know i think maybe we'll uh let's leave it with one more let's do one more i like this as like a kind of cap to the first episode and it was what what advice would you give your younger self if you could that's kind of broad that is broad and i'm young myself so you are young but what would you give your younger self honestly your even younger self um my even younger self if we're being like completely literal if i have the knowledge of what i have today right Mm -hmm. i'm giving my younger self all of the scores of all the major sport games in, <laughs> since the age that I all could right. talk to myself. I'm just saying. No, but what, like, what life advice? Life? If you could, like, guide somebody, you know what I mean? Like, they're just starting out, and, like, 
in order to have any type of success. Let's go that route. Okay. This is going to sound harsh. Not a lot of people are going to like this. Get over yourself. Do better. Dang. That's really it. Dang. Uh, fuck your problems. Just continue. Keep it pushing. No, there, that, that's, that is good, though. Th- there's no point to sit and weep and just stall. Just keep going. True. Don't stop the progress. I feel like just a lot of pushing. people get derailed by having, like, one error or, like, one mistake or one setback. Yeah. They exactly. think it's, like, that's the end of the game. I don't think they realize, like, that is the fucking game. Exactly. The game is literally you go until you get knocked down, and then you pick your, yourself back up, and you keep going. And, like, it's, like, as basic as that. Like, I feel like sometimes people see the end result and they think it was like such a smooth road. And I feel like that's one thing. If you look at like anyone on Instagram, if you look at anyone, anyone anywhere, that's like a public figure, I guess you could call them. Like they didn't just get there on like the smoothest road possible. Like they literally got their ass kicked repeatedly, but decided to keep going. So I actually like that a lot. And, and like, to be honest, I would, I would second that. And then what I would say is, and this is what I tell everyone because I have this conversation a lot. Just start doing whatever you want to do. It doesn't That's matter what the hell it is. If you want to be a powerlifter, if you want to be a content creator, if you want to own a gym, if you want to fucking be an artist, I don't, I, it doesn't even matter. Just start. Don't worry about starting and being perfect. Just start and figure it out along the way. That's like the Biggest advice that I would give anyone who's looking to do something with their life, unless you just want to end up kind of like going through the societal norms of like, check you, by check. Yeah, you go to school, you go to college, you get the shitty job that you don't even like. Like, if you want to go that route, it's already laid out in front of you. You don't have to think. Yeah. But if you want to do something different, if you want to do something on your own, if you want to create something new, just start. Fucking just start that's literally the that's the only advice i got and that's how i think we're going to cap this episode off because i'm pretty sure i'm about to change lives with that i like that a lot just keep find something do it keep it pushing i like that shout out to all the college dropouts (laughs) yo fuck college (laughs) yeah that that. is funny we both did drop out of college i did drop out of college david did too i i actually was on two paths too i originally started did you drop out of college Nah, you uh, fuck. Look, look, look at this loser. <laughs> yeah, but still, you know, and again, we're not like, I'm not like shitting on people. I just want to make sure if you went to college or if you're going to college, like, that's great. I, I just hope, you know, maybe you know what you're doing, but <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're not, or if maybe you did drop out and maybe you want to do your own thing, just keep doing your thing, man. Like, don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid is, is Yeah. Honestly, and that's the thing, everyone's fucking afraid. That is true. You just do it anyway. Yep. So, all right, that's all we got. Happy Power Episode 1. I think we're good. I back that. Make (laughs) sure you like, comment, subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know of future topics you would like to see. Let us know of anyone that you would like to see on the channel. We actually get a ton of really cool visitors to the gym, influencers, whatever you want to call them. Um... And let's we can always let's get let's get this first episode. First episode, we want to kick things off with just the OGs. Thousand views. Yeah, Thousand come on views. now. Make sure you That's share it. this shit with your friends. Oh, on YouTube. Yeah. This gotcha. will be on YouTube. We're, we're gonna have it on. Uh, what are we gonna have it on? YouTube. And I'm thinking clips on Instagram and TikTok. 
And then uh, will like the audio be on like iTunes? iTunes and something I don't know sounds like yeah. a great idea iTunes and Spotify something like that we're gonna get it figured out again guys we could have waited and perfected every little thing with this podcast but we're just gonna figure it out along the way just like you guys should be doing exactly right now all right that's all we got peace peace